Well, hello, you beautiful paddleheads, and welcome back to another episode of Yo, What the Hell? Uh, what is a bi-weekly show where two friends get together and talk about things that they have found interesting? Hello again. My name is Bravo, and I am joined, as always, by my fellow co-host. I am Bravo 2, a.k.a. Whiskey. I swear to God, if we're doing this fucking bit again... I'm going to bring it every once in a while back. The Bravo am, too. No, no, I am the one Bravo, the one true Bravo, and my crown will not be usurped. That's fine, I'm not trying to do that. I'm just over here chilling in Bravo too. Identity theft is a serious crime, my dude. Not in Eastern Europe it is, sir. I didn't realize Oklahoma was part of Eastern Europe. That answers a whole lot of questions I had. I mean, really, what? how many differences are there between Eastern Europe and the region from New Mexico to Georgia? New Mexico to, you know, it ends around, like, the Georgia-Bama line. Like, might as well be Eastern Europe to me. I mean... It's just muggy yeah. and hot. When you put it that way, like, I have noticed a whole lot of Slav squatting and... You know, a lot of borscht. I mean, yeah, borscht, you know, cheap McDonald's, not much big of a difference. It's both, it's both weirdly processed food with unnatural coloring. Yeah, we'll, we'll go with that. And uh, my dear paddleheads, I, I would like to apologize for our delayed absence. Oh, goodness gracious, boy, was it a time. Yeah, you've had a rough month. Like, rough month. Yeah, so we tried to record, what, two weeks ago? Mm Mm-hmm. But... You you were in the end of wrapping up your paper, which is another reason we've been most on it. You've been wrapping up your degree, so congratulations. You're done. Thank you. I'm done. Uh, I got an A on the paper. That'll be a podcast eventually. Um, uh, And then I had computer issues, uh, which just, like, totally just fucked our recording and then i got the plague the round boy finally got me and i did not have fun it was <laughs> not very flamey oh uh that's that's my avatar heads right there not flamey at all pal it's not flamey oh my fellow hotman it was not fun uh yeah my fever got to like over 102 degrees. At oh, wow. You, you had a real fever. Okay. Bro, so my, my Fitbit tracks, like, my skin, te- skin temperature and all that. And, like, it was all like, oh, you're, like, four and a half degrees above your baseline. It's like, yeah, no Ooh. shit, Fitbit. Like, it was not fun. Uh, not fun. Um, I have some lingering issues. But I think I got off relatively scot-free, all things considered. Um, literally everyone in my house got the Rona because someone didn't wear a mask and went out and did shit, which is not good. Oh. Oh, I know. You say that, though. But yesterday we, we did something that, that was out and about without a mask. I just didn't think about it until it was too late. And I was like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I'm just saying, you don't want the fucking variant I had, my dude. It was really not fun. 
Where are we well, on? Plague number five? Yeah, we're on Omicron five. Uh, closer to Perseus nine. I was just about to say, yeah. Um, but yeah, it was not fun. It was not fun. Uh, I'm still testing positive, so that's cool. Uh, I think PCR test, that's to be expected, but not with rapid tests. I feel like a rapid test, I should be negative by now. But it's been, it'll be two weeks on Wednesday when I've had the Rona. Wasn't the president, like, positive for, like, 15 plus days? He still is positive. Okay, I thought he left the White House today to do whatever loser shit he's doing. Yeah, I mean, you can still be positive and go out and do shit. But it's just more on whether or not I'm contagious. Gotcha. So I haven't I mean, seen anybody that I care about other than the people I live with. Um, keep that you, you said it right the first time. Ah, <laughs> uh, my brother in Christ. Uh, but yeah, it's uh, not been fun. But I didn't get anyone else sick because I saw... A whole bunch of people on the Saturday before I got sick, and nobody else got sick, so I will take it. You did. You were in my house, and then you got sick. Yeah. Yeah, like four days later. Yeah, that's, that sucked the D. Yeah. It was not fun. But while I was sick, I watched a whole lot of anime. Um, I watched all of Avatar The Last Airbender, and I've watched season one of Korra, and it's been fun. It's not technically uh, anime, but go on. I will fucking Agni Kai be 1v1, motherfucker. Okay. Oh, oh that's trailer park, boys. All my clothes are coming off, though. I'm going to fight you like I'm Randy. <laughs> <laughs> Just greased up and full of cheeseburgers. Yeah. You know, there was like a good week or so of Cal DeCito where half the time I was just sending her different Randys from media as gifts. Because like, just a response, she'd get, like, Cheeseburger Randy or South Park Dad Randy. <laughs> uh, uh, I, yeah, I watched all of Avatar, uh, season one of Korra. I've uh, been playing Bravely Default 2. That's been fun. This is just turning into my week as well, uh, just unprompted. Uh, I got a new Switch as a belated birthday present to myself because I was sick as shit on my birthday. And, uh, yeah, we had a, we had a birthday beat down, which somebody skipped. Yeah, somebody went to the lake and spent the whole day at the lake, um, getting dark and swimming in the water like a beluga whale. You should have been at the birthday beat down with your boys. Uh, I, I would have eaten your fucking ass. Oh, you would have. Um, I'm the first one by far at that game. Bye, uh, we actually only did like one battle each where I, I it was me, Mr. Canto Bite, Toasty Producer, and Wizardmon. Uh and I beat everybody but Toasty Producer. But that was close. He beat me three two in Smash. So I still held my own and I was still sick as shit, so it was not fun. Uh got a new switch. I think I already said that. But I got the OLED switch. It's cool. Belated birthday present. Um, yeah, done with school. So that was nice. Kind of anticlimactic, in all honesty. Because um, then I just got insanely sick right after. But 
Yeah, that's been that's been my two weeks. How have you been, my my good hotman? Uh, I've been I've been pretty good. I've been not doing nearly as much media consumption as you because we have been doing overtime at the warehouse, so I'm having lots of really long days, I'm not getting home for ten hours or so. Not fun. God. It's been like a hundred in that place, so look at that. Um, yeah, yeah, not been great. Not been great. I've been oh, you know, just reading a lot of things. I've I've bought a bunch of JoJo's Bizarre Adventures and hardback. I found them used at one stop, so I've been reading through these bad boys, which are really thick and big. And I've been reading um, Hatsune Miku's Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fire in Spanish, which is hard as shit. Uh, okay, two things. First, more like JoJo shit adventure, because I am anti-JoJo. And two, isn't Hatsune Miko a AI-generated Japanese idol? Um, some have said, but some have also said that Hatsune Miku is the career of the Harry Potter franchise. Go ahead, I, Toast, about this. <laughs> I believe that. Because Hatsune Miko would never have problematic opinions. Exactly. They're, they're not someone who should not be named. <laughs> Ooh. Turns out, turns out someone was the real Voldemort all along. Well, you know, she's, she's really living up to being from Turf Island. Mm. We should nuke Turf Island. I think we should annex it. And they should have less power and we should get rid of, send the monarchy to, I don't know, somewhere else that wants them, like Canada. Like, you guys oh. can now all live in Ottawa. <laughs> uh, bold stance, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that this podcast does not like turfs. No, no. Not really. Uh, trans women be women and trans yeah. dudes be dudes. It's generally just, you know, a polite thing at that. Like, even if you don't quite understand what's going on, just 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 be polite. Don't be a dick. Come on now. Yeah. Don't be a dildo. Exactly. No one no one's trying to go to the bathroom to be nefarious. Unless yeah. they look like I don't know. Unless they have like a needle in their hand, they're gonna do heroin. They're probably just, you know, trying to take a pee. Let them do heroin though. Like mind your own goddamn business. I, I have, I have, like, I go back and forth on that. I say, you know, let them, I don't know if they need to be doing heroin in the public bathroom. Because they don't always, you know, dispose of their shit correctly or, and even if they're not, like, dangerous, like, their blood, it's still just gross. And nobody needs to deal with gross-ass, pointy things laying around. I will cede that point, but I still think that, you know. Yeah, anyway, how is, <laughs> how... Else you, you know, I've been, um, I'm also halfway through the frigging book. Um, oh, I don't remember what it's called, but it is the third book in the Aragorn what series. Oh, Brissinger? Yes, thank you. Ah, oh, that was like deep pull from the memory. Yeah, he's just, I knew it was a big B and it sounded Nordic and I was trying to think of like, oh, what is, what is it, what is it? Yeah, I've been reading that, and I'm almost done with another uh, the book I've been reading about the philosophy of Muhammad from Michael Muhammad Knight. Um, you know, mystic Islam is um, most interesting Islam. 
not that Islam isn't, I think Islam's pretty interesting as it is. Um, it's, it's a very un, I don't know much about it, so it's always fun, and it's kind of like, you know, Judaism part three. Yeah, I'm a big fan of Islam. I'm a big fan. I think it's cool. Yeah. I mean, for that matter, I, I even at this point in my life, like most of the um, bizarro, like, Christian philosophy things, I just don't like, you know, some of the people. <laughs> from, from both camps, I don't like some of the people. When you want to, you know, say little girls can't go to school or, like, um, I don't know, freak out because you saw two dudes holding hands, um, you're kind of a dick. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, there's extremists in all angles. Like, I mean, look at the left and how, like, just willfully anti-Semitic they are. Like, it's like horseshoe theory, my dude. Oh, I know. Well, horseshoe theory is bullshit, but I'll fight you on that. Akeem, Agni Kaini, motherfucker. Uh, no, I'd rather, much like my ancestors, do pistols at dawn. Yeehaw. Oh, uh, speaking of reading, uh, I'm reading the Pokemon manga, dear listeners, and it is a thing. It is way more violent than I thought. They literally cut an Arbok in half, Ooh. and Lieutenant Surge tortures Red, who's the main character. He's, his name's not Ash, it's Red. And yeah, spoilers for a 20-year-old manga at this point. Hey, you did it, man, not me. I'm not bringing up spoilers here. I mean, you know, JoJo's like 20, 25 years as well, but... How more, old like, more like JoJo's bizarre shit adventure, am I right? Um, it'd be better if you were like JoJo's regular adventure, Jesus, or regular times. Um, I think this is this volume... No, no, the series started in 86, so I don't know what year this... It's that assume, old? Yeah, yeah, the first volume is from 86, and this is the second series, so it's probably, like, 89-ish. God, that's, that's, like, literally older than both of us. Yeah, yeah, JoJo's uh, one of the oldest things running in Jump. I forget which Jump it's in, but it's in one of the mainline Jumps. It's in one of the two big... I don't think it's in the... I think they moved it out of the... Shonen Jump to, like, the jump that is for young adults. Oh, okay. And it's like the headliner. Kind of like how in Shonen Jump, One Piece is the headliner. Mm-hmm. God, I need to get back on the One Piece train. Like, I'm, like, a hundred episodes in. My dude. Still have a thousand to go. They, I am three volumes behind, and they haven't been getting them in for me. And I'm a bit upset, and if things have happened, um, Luffy has done some things, and I need to know what he's done, because the internet makes it very hard for me not to know things, and I'm unhappy, because he's my boy, and I've been riding with that boy since 1999. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, I'm a big fan of Monkey D. Luffy. Yeah, you know. The big pirate king. Yeah, exactly. A little bit um, package. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's been. Are you are you are you done with your week? Sorry. Yeah, I don't think I've done anything. I mean, you know, I've done. We went swimming when on your birthday weekend, and um, we did family pictures yesterday. That was what it is. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, it was hot. It was like a hundred. Yeah, we were outside um, over off Main Street by Legacy Park, which is you know the park that runs along the train. 
Oh, yeah, so it's hot and loud. Yeah, train went by twice. <laughs> you know, we were there for an hour, so it has to come by once every 30 minutes for no reason. <laughs> just to fuck your shit up. I, I, I technically, I'm just so used to the dumb train here. I'm just glad oh, I, I don't live next to it anymore. Dude, I know. I kind of miss it, though, honestly, because you just get so used to it after a while, you just tune it out. I mean, that's true, too, but, man, like, living at Bishop's Landing, that was brutal with the train. Yeah. It was right there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, because, yeah, like, me and you live, literally live, like, across the street from each other. Yep. And, like, down an alley. Yep, and that's, like, full-blown train land. Yep. Just choo-choo, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. Just drops of Jupiter all over the place. <laughs> I don't know any other songs with those losers, so... It's all, that's all you need to know. Fair enough. Yeah, besides that, I haven't done much. I've just been driving. Oh, I've got the new car since we did this last. Holy shit. Yeah, I have a new car. Fuck yeah. And yeah, it's a silver Kia. So that's kind of fun. Uh, I'm sure that the ghost of my Faja is very upset in its, you know, in hell or wherever ghosts go that I don't have an American car, but... <laughs> American cars would have cost like, you know, five grand or more for no fucking reason. So, Just I got the Korean car that had a decent transmission. Yeah. No, I mean, I got a car too, but I was too sick to drive. I should not have driven to go get tested. Like, oh my god, driving back was the scariest thing because I took a flood back, oh, and man. it's like sixty. And it's like, yeah, 60, whatever, that's fine. But 60 when you're sick and shaking is... That sounds bad, my dude. Not fun. That sounds like, real bad. Yeah. Like, I was drenched in sweat because it was 100 degrees, and the AC in that car could not keep up, and I had a fever. And it's just like, hell yeah, let's go. Let's wreck. <laughs> Put me out of my misery. Uh, you would have been out of your misery. That is the truth of it there, my dude. Yeah. Like, I would oh. prefer. Jeez, that's just, that sounds so bad. Where did you have to go to get tested? I went to Emmy up on uh, 24th. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Because I didn't realize the urgent care by me does testing. Oh. And that's Thank literally you. a two-minute drive. Away. Yeah, exactly. Like, near us, we would go to the health complex that's right by... Between Alameda and Robinson, oh, they have yeah. the county health. So I would just go there and be like, "Oh, put the nose, put the thing up my nose, Daddy." Yeah, no, like I had to get that done. That sounds painful. It's not as bad. I think the home tests are worse. Okay, Calabasita has been. She did a home test after you got sick because she didn't feel good one day, but she was fine. Yeah. Well, it's like. Yeah, like, I just, I've been doing the home tests, and I, they make me sneeze so bad. They, they just look painful. Yeah, it's not super fun, uh, in all honesty. But, you know, hey, what are you going to do? It's yeah. plague times. Exactly. Big plague energy. Yeah, so, yeah. Shit sucks. Zero out of ten. Do not recommend. What else? Oh, I went to the big bookstore. That's the last thing I have. I went to the big bookstore, spent way too much money, got a delightful Irish cookbook. Oh, uh, fucking full circle? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, got an yeah. Irish cookbook, got some, like, 
trash books. Like I got an Anne Rice book. So that's a beautiful trash time. Hell yeah. Yeah, I just want to read about you know dumb vampire things. Yeah, dude. Yeah, I mix in so much like serious shit. Sometimes I just want to hear about like southern vampires behaving badly. <laughs> yeah, no, that's that sounds wonderful, honestly. Um, but yeah, otherwise, like I got that. I got a really cool book that I'm gonna try to read between now and October because I have two episode ideas of research for October, and one of them I've done the bulk of the research already and have it like written down and transcribed. And another one, I want to read this book, and um, it's all about witches and the history of witchcraft in Europe. Oh, that's so cool. It, I think it'd be a cool, like, one day, one off, just to talk about, you know, witches. Yeah, that'd be and, cool shit. Speaking you know, of witches. Learning the weird lady. <laughs> yeah, speaking of witches, I'm related to the Salem witch trial ladies. Oh, that's fine. Which one? Uh, I don't remember their names, but, like, a good chunk of them. What? Man, that's interesting. Um, that's actually really interesting and fun. Right now, the dudes from last podcast are doing a huge thing about Salem. Like, okay. I, it's really weird, because I bought that book, and then they started the, I listened to their thing and didn't know that they were going to do witches, and now oh, yeah. you hear about more, you know, Salem shit, more Salem. Yeah. Yeah, no, like, it's, uh, it's, it's funny. I mean, because, like, my mom's side of the family is, like, early American. Yeah. So, it, like, it, it just makes sense. Like No, it does. It's like, how I'm related to bad people from, you know. It's like, how, how could, as an, another a fellow early American family, like, how could I not be related to bad Southern people? <laughs> yeah, I've just accepted that, like. There's there's no real winners. Hey, you're you're related to you know good like bad Yankee people who owned people. Which is I'm a fun also, thing to talk about. I'm also related to Barry Goldwater. Bad you. Yeah, yeah, and the W's or and W. He's like a distant cousin apparently. Also makes sense, rich Yankee. Yeah, war criminal. You know, I much got, like I got a war hey, criminal in the family. Hey, you do. I mean, I, I'm sure that. If I'm related to, you know, I'm related to Southerners. There's a, there's at least one war criminal in them from the, there from the Civil War, so it's <laughs> at least one. Yeah. And that's yeah. not including if we're related to anyone who fought with, um, what is it, I think Nathan Ford. I think Ford was the one who burnt that whole black militia, killed them all, threw them in a ditch, and wrote some really mean things about the white commander and threw his dead body in there, too. You mean the dude who went and founded the KKK? Yeah, I think I think he was the one who ran the people in Tennessee who were really, like, brutal. Sounds about right. I mean... I know he was from Tennessee, and I'm pretty sure that's where they... What was that battle called? It was a massacre. The, the Union lost, and they, everyone was killed because it was a black regiment. And it was like, Or what was left was like 160 or something black men and like the two white guys who were the commanders. That does not sound very fun. No, a complete war crime. Like, absolutely, no matter how you... It's just like General Sherman. General Sherman, uh, as great as, you know, I think it was a good thing because you're fighting evil at a total war. He still committed war crimes. Like, mm -hmm. Frank, the South didn't lose. Like, if there was a stalemate because the French and the British came in for cotton and were like, yep, we're going to protect these Southern guys, and they had a stalemate, like, 
I can guarantee you Sherman would have been tried and hung. Oh, yeah. But instead, you know, we sent him out to commit war crimes on the Indians, which no one deserved. I don't know if he deserved that. I don't know if they deserve that. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say no one. No one deserves war crimes. Yeah, none, but fun. And, oh, another fun Sherman fact. That is where the Nazis developed the idea of the concentration camp from reading about General Sherman. USA. 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 Uh, not problematic at all. No, no, we're not, we're not at all. I mean, come on, we're just, you know, starving everyone. Our we are that shining beacon upon a hill. It's just not a very big hill. It's not we're a very, very shiny beacon. <laughs> but you know what is not, a, or is a shiny beacon in some capacity, or might not be in some capacity? The IRS being expanded. Yeah, so have you read about this much? Uh... Just in so much as, like, the conservatives are big mad. Yeah, they are putting, they're, like, doubling, I think, the size of the IRA's capacity, which means it'll have more than, like, some of the branches of defense in human capacity. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I, I don't know, I think it's a double-edged sword. It is, definitely. Because, yeah, that could definitely be great. To me, it signal. It, I'm hoping it signals that that they are about to start prosecuting some big fish. Like, and they're, they're going to have, the, they'll hopefully in the next year have the manpower to, you know, get some big fish and reel them in and put them on their fishing boats. I agree. Yeah, like, it's, I don't know. Well, and like, it it is double edged sword as you say because like like yeah like taxes are inherently a good thing if they're used for the proper things but not when we're sending all of our tax money over in a proxy war against Russia and yeah. you know bombing other countries but like billionaires should not be like able to dodge taxes as easily and it's a good thing to have some uh teeth if you will for lack of a better phrasing yeah and we you know as long as they do that and maybe this will finally get us to you know do stuff like uh, expand medicare or you know just give everyone medicare dude for real like everyone should have medicare like yeah it should just be our national system i don't know it should be our nhs and that's just all we should do just be done with it we can all shake hands and fight about other things but like it kills you with conservatives too like they want to have this huge military readiness and all this Really talking about how unfit and unmanly America's gotten. Well, just make sure people aren't gonna die tomorrow, dude, and that'll fix a lot of your concerns. Yeah, have a healthy population. Yeah, and then guess what? You're healthy. Exactly. Guess what? You can go tango with Russia or China in a proxy war if you want to. I guess. Mm-hmm. God, that's gonna happen too. The China. I really thought we were getting close to it the other day with. Oh, yeah, with Pelosi going over there? Oh, yeah, dude. Like... Like, what an asshole. Yeah. Like, I mean, what China's doing isn't good. Like, they're doing the exact same shit Russia's trying to do, but they're just getting away with it because no one's going to fuck with them. Yeah, I mean, well, they not only... 
the, I mean, the difference is they both have the bomb, but we know China has the bomb and can deliver it. Yeah. We don't know if Russia can actually use it. Like, Russia is interesting because they have bombs, definitely, but we don't know how many of those are operational. I want to say your average nuclear, like, missile, like, system lasts about 20-something years before it needs, like, massive repairs. And seeing how they've been performing with their military hardware in Ukraine leads me to really question their nuclear capacity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I mean, and, like, really all it takes is, like, a couple of those to make it over here, and we're fucked. Oh, like, yeah. So I guess, you know, that depends on how you look at their readiness. Like, I mean, either way, I don't think anyone's going to be dropping bombs anytime soon. I mean, fingers crossed. I mean, we're pretty close to midnight, apparently. <laughs> yeah, that makes sense. But yeah, the we, IRS I, being expanded is good. Yeah, it's probably going to be good. I, I'm a bit concerned they're going to do a lot of middle-class warfare with it. And, oh, 100%. Yeah, they are, probably. But I'm also, I realized during that, they're going to be harassing or... They're going to be going after some people who think they're just being harassed, but are doing, like, scummy conservative things like, you know, moving stuff to fake bank accounts and shell accounts or doing wire fraud, like the guys who owned Big Red Sports and Kia that's no longer there. Oh, yeah. That guy went to jail. Like, Good. I found that out recently. He went to jail, like, a few months ago, I think. Good. Fuck that, dude. Wired for Yeah. Yeah, well, they need to go after Big Papa Elon and Daddy Bezos. Oh, I know. I Frankly, I don't know which one of them I hate more. I might hate Elon more just because he talks a lot. Mm-hmm. And, you know. He's, but. He's such a piece of shit. Like, I, I, I obviously hate them both. And, like, what Amazon is doing with, like, buying, like, a healthcare business. And they bought Roomba. So now yeah, they know your the floor plans. Scary. Like, Bezos is quietly evil, and Elon is just abashedly evil, just, like, in your face, like, and just such oh, yeah. a fucking loser. Dude, he is such a fucking loser. He's not even good at anything. He acts like he's a, this big, brilliant inventor, and everyone, everyone like, sucks his dick that he's a big, brilliant inventor, but he doesn't do it. He just invests, and it's annoying. He's never created anything. He just buys companies, slaps his name on it, and invests in shit. Yeah, like, God, I hate that guy. And apparently sticks his dick and leaves something in the back in nine different people. Mm. And his dad banged his adopted daughter. Yeah, that's, um, you know, big, um, not Polanski, but what's his name, Energy? Woody, huh? Woody Allen? Yeah, thank you, Woody Allen. Woody yeah. Allen's Supreme. Yeah, it's almost like all rich people are bad. But you know who's not bad? Uh, Mark Cuban, because he has costplusdrugs.com, which is that, a great resource for getting uh, the drugs that you need. That is costplusdrugs.com. The way it works is it's, I want to say it's 15% over the cost of the drugs just so they can pay the, the technicians that they have to do it and the shipping fees. And bada bing, bada boom, you get a drug that's hard to get. Instead of $1,000 for a so-and-so long prescription, you get it for, like, 100 for a so-and-so long prescription. 
We don't know how long he's going to be doing this, but he's essentially doing the work of good old Jesus himself. Yeah, and, like, Mark Cuban, you're still a bastard. Like, I still don't like you, but this is a good thing. You know, he shouldn't get the wall when the time comes. He should maybe just get the, the you know, the walk on the head and some, like, I don't know, you have to go teach school children now twice a week. Congratulations, Mark. You have to <laughs> teach school children. school children. Yeah, they are the bad ones, and they're in Oklahoma as well because we're the Eastern <laughs> Bloc. Exactly. This five-year-old is going to call you a motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) To be fair, fair, that five-year-old would be right. He might be. This is justified. (laughs) I like that. We're just going to keep plugging Mark Cuban's site until it goes down. (laughs) Oh, I know. My family, like... In our group chat, like, one of my family members mentioned that. I'm like, yo, we literally plug that on the podcast that none of you listen to. Every time. Everyone has to know about, you know. Once again, that's costplusdrugs.com. Exactly. I couldn't remember the order of the cost plus the drugs. I was thinking, I was thinking drug costs. I was like, no, I don't think it's drug costs, so I'm not going to say anything. <laughs> you know who needs cheap drugs? Aside from everybody, refugees. Absolutely. So, especially now, there's more, thanks to our good old friend in Moscow, Mr. Vlad, there's more refugees than ever before. Before Vlad's little excursion, the world had approximately, oh, you know, six billion of them running around. But since Ukraine has fallen, excuse me. Yeah, since the Ukrainian invasion has happened, we've added about another four to six million more refugees floating around the world. So, you know, we're at a good, like, 10 to 15, somewhere in that ballpark. It's really hard to tell the numbers of refugees. I mean, they're not exactly well-tracked people. But yeah, no, it seems like um, it seems like America's prioritizing the white refugees uh, as opposed to the brown ones in some capacity. Oh, I wonder definitely. why? Oh, you know, I mean, it's not like... It's not like they weren't always going to do that, because mean people doing mean things. Yeah, no, it's, uh... Yeah. Hmm. I mean, in some regards, though, like, they're at least in some positive things. Um, like, right now we're seeing a logjam because of all of the Ukrainians coming in, but before the Ukrainian logjam happened in, like, the world's refugee system, um, we had started seeing some, like, positive, like, unjamming since the Trump rollover of the refugee system. Like, here in the state of Oklahoma, the Catholic Church had brought over, at the beginning of this year, um, 1,800 refugees from Afghanistan. And you know, settle them around the state. I assume around the two metros in Norman, because mm-hmm. I think we're the only place that have mosque. I don't think there's, <laughs> I don't think there's a mosque anywhere else in Oklahoma. Yeah, and like, yeah, now the Trump administration just absolutely gutted, along with other things like the the refugee admissions, which, goddamn, which is bad. It's low as it is, and. 
Um, it's slow and it's really awful because we could probably use taking in all these people. Like, it's going to be weird at first for everyone. Like, mm-hmm. it's weird. It's probably weird. It must be weird as hell getting plopped in a different country. Um, it's probably weird for the communities where people get stuck in. All of a sudden, you have a new neighbor who, you know, has very radically different ideas of the world. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, and it's like, we are a nation of refugees. Like, quite literally. Um, well, allegedly. I mean, we stole this land, so. Yeah, you know. Well, much like, I mean, especially here in the good state of Oklahoma. At least we own up to it by being boomer sooners. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah, like, I don't know. I think we need to double our refugee intake numbers minimum and, like, ideally more. Yeah. I mean, because it'd be really easy to fill it out. Like, you know, I told you my idea that I feel like every five years, each state somewhere along should cycle through and take in 1% of their population of refugees and disperse them throughout their state. Uh, they should be expanding and working with the, I think there's like a redistribution depart or department of, oh, I forget what it's called, but it's essentially the department of placing people. <laughs> mm-hmm. And I really honestly believe that in every state they should be working when your when your time comes and you're to take in your one percent, you would just be like, okay, so all these small towns need somebody. We will send I don't know some Guatemalans to Guymon, or you know, we'll send some folks from Syria to Tulsa, mm-hmm. and it would just work like that. Like if you did the one percent theory, like and did like one percent of every large city that didn't ask for them, like in Norman, one percent of our population is. Uh, 1,300 and something. So that'd be really easy to absorb 1,000 people. And the worst yeah. part is finding the housing for the people. But honestly, as we're going to discuss in a bit, America needs to greatly just suck it up and start paying for public housing again. Like if you had public housing, taking in people for a few years wouldn't be a pro- would be even less of a problem. Yeah, no, agreed. Like, it is such a minuscule thing in the grand scheme of things and it would just be a just huge net positive for like the makeup of the country and people in general that like you are just being like purposefully cruel by not doing it well and the fact that like from a pure um economic standpoint under our economic system currently um Immigrants in general provide a positive net to the economy because adding someone to the economy who wasn't there, and generally they end up being more productive than your than your average population that's already there because they have to be. And I yeah. don't mean that in like the fact that anyone's forced them to. I mean that in the fact that yo, I just came over from Nigeria, and I'm looking around you know, where I'm living, and there's not any fucking Nigerian food anywhere I'm living. Well, my aunt cooks really good. I'm going to try to get some food here, and she's going to start cooking for, like, me, my family, and our other Nigerian neighbors. And bada bing, bada boom, that is a pretty average 
story on how you get places like bomb me shops everywhere ran by Vietnamese people who barely speak English. Mm-hmm. Because, oh, I can't find this anywhere. Fuck. I'm just going to do it myself. And then, fuck, I might as well sell it to my cousin's friend, Jethro, and so on and so forth. Yeah, like, it would just be a massive benefit to take in more refugees because, I mean, A, it's the right thing to do. Like, not even taking into account that, like, in the countries that we're the ones who are causing them. Well, even even if we did it, even if it's not our fault at all. like Yeah, no, we, yeah, exactly. It's just the nice, polite thing to do, especially if you want to get all on your, like, biblical, like, fucking high horse, like, we're really bad at doing the Bible things. This is at least something we could do that's probably like, like, hey, pretty good for it. Like, help your neighbor out or some shit. Yeah, no, exactly. Like, it, it would just be good. This just blows my mind. And I want, I want more kebabs. I'm selfish. I'm greedy. Mm-hmm. I want more kebabs and arepas. Like, there's yes. not a paper shop in Norman anymore, and that, that kills me, so... There used to be one? Yeah, there used to be one on Campus Corner. It was fucking awesome. Um, the guys were from Columbia, like, the Amazon Columbia. Oh, goddamn. Where was it? Um, right across the street from Hideaway. Oh, shit. Like, right on the other side. Dude, it was so good. And there used to also be a truck over there from with a guy who was... I think Venezuelan, that when I was at OU, I ate at all the time. He'd sit right across from Sarkis next to Cahiba. Oh, shit. And that that truck also had fucking bomber rapes. <laughs> yeah, I mean, did we take you to the Colombian place whenever we were in, De- whenever you visited Denver? <laughs> no. Oh, because that place was so good. We got Vietnamese, which is nice, but that's just like also eating at home, so. That's true. Uh, yeah, I feel like I eat Vietnamese. At this point in my life, gosh, have about half as much as I eat Mexican food, which is just regular food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, like, moral of the story, we need more refugees. Yeah. For many reasons, and some of them are selfish, because I like food. Yeah. Oh, and yeah, the other moral thing from this whole thing is that the logjam is interesting, because... I've read a lot how, so we've been talking about taking in folks from Ukraine, but at this point, like, the state of Oklahoma, for example, has only taken in five people from the, the, from the Ukrainian, like, shit show. There's Damn. six of them, and we've only taken in five. Like, these are, these are pale white people. You're telling me the crazies here won't even be like, let's take the pale white people and throw them everywhere? Like, something's seriously wrong with there. Yeah, for sure. But yeah, I forget the exact whole reasons, and I actually don't think anyone really understands why the log jams happen. But the people just aren't processing for like lack of paperwork or like weird vetting processes, and Europeans are causing weird problems over there. Like, there's been lots of reports of like human traffickers showing up in Poland and like spiriting away Ukrainians. Oh damn! Yeah, which we're probably going to see a lot of that around the world, like. Just Ukrainian, you know, children and women, like, getting 
abused and then a government agency is somewhere like in, you know, Mexico or you know, Georgia being like, hey, yo, uh-uh, what are we doing here, buddy? We just found this person who definitely doesn't belong here. Like, that's going to be a sad reality of uh, the, the Ukrainian diaspora that is occurring. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sure the same thing's been happening with the Syrians, too, though. Oh, like, yeah, I'm sure. Syrians popping up over the last five years in weird places they don't belong, and they're not there because they want to be there. Exactly. And, yeah, and, like, this just speaks to the larging issue of, of the, this just, bleh. This just speaks to the larger issue of where are you going to put all these people? And we have a giant housing crisis. Yes. So, and here in Oklahoma, we have a really good paper called The Frontier. Or I guess they're just a news site, not a real paper. But they were bringing up how the largest um, public housing in Oklahoma City thing is over 40 years old. And this complex is huge. I think it has, like, can hold, like, 3,000 people or so. Um, but even though it's so huge, it has a an over a year waiting list. And is the waiting list has more than 6,000 people on it. Which is just Which insane. Insane. Yeah, the average wait is is 15 months, but can be up to two and a half years, depending on available bedrooms. Yeah, for, and the, for this building, it was built during the Great Depression, which is the 1930s. Yeah. So it is almost 100 years old. And, you know, apparently we used to have more of these across the metro, and I think I, I've seen one of these things, like one of the smaller ones in the city. But... Over the years, apparently, the local government and federal government would just sell these things off to developers. And developers would naturally just do what developers do and tear it down, throw up some normal housing, and, you know, sell it to white people that are a bit richer than myself. Yeah, like... Uh, developers are going to develop. But, yeah, and, like, these these buildings, like... They don't have air conditioning, man. And I don't know about you, but uh, it gets hot as shit here in Oklahoma. Yeah, we've had... So last summer, we had a mild summer. But this summer, we've had a ridiculous summer. And it's been around 100 for at least a month. <laughs> Straight. Like... Yeah. There was two days where it was... the high, It rained, so the highs were in the 80s. Tulsa got a bit luckier than the rest of us. But for most of Oklahoma, it's been... <laughs> Only two days of the last month or two. Yeah, but uh, uh, hey, like, just between us girls here, uh, next week, going to be not 100. I know. I know. Tomorrow, even, it's going to be, today, it was 99. And tomorrow, <laughs> it's going to be in the low 90s, I believe, for the rest of the week. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the weather right now, and it is 91 at 930 at night. Yeah, not fun. Like, you go outside and it's still hot. We just live in a hot all the time. But yeah, but no, back to the bigger point of housing. It's not it's, good. It's so not good. It's so old, as we were discussing, that the National Association of Housing Redevelopment estimates that $70 billion is needed nationally wide to 
just maintain what we have in public housing. Just maintain. And most of these things are old, so it's like not even like maintaining good things, just maintaining a bunch of old things. And yeah. we might see this happen, like the maintain maintenance, because I know it's part of the Build Back Better, and I think they passed some of that with their climate shit yesterday, last night. Mm-hmm. But I honestly don't know, and I honestly have seen like some left-wing commentators, um, not just wine bags online, but commentators, discuss how lots of stuff that helps regular people was gutted from all these bills that they passed yesterday. But come on, people. You can make money if you build public housing. Just be, just do the right thing to be greedy. <laughs> exactly, and it's like it's not like these. It's not like this housing is like glorious by any means. I mean, like this building that we were just talking about, like they don't have a shower. Yeah, like they have a bathtub, but no shower. Which I mean, yeah, like grand scheme of things, you still have a roof over your head, but like that's. Shit. Sucks. Shit, man. I would gladly in every like major town and city and like our state and across the whole country just build some big units. Build some big, ugly, blocky, brick, cheap units like this. Let people stay in them. Call it good. Mm-hmm. Charge low regular people rents. I mean, the only issue is that if we actually started building more of these housing things, housing developers would probably get real busy real fast about not being able to sell houses to rent to rip people off. Yeah, like, won't someone please think of the landlords and the developers? Exactly. God. The only times I like Mao or whenever landlords get brought up. Mm-hmm. He's the, dumbiest com- the dumbest communist, but damn. That broken clock is right once a day. <laughs> yeah, like, just... Not having air conditioner in the Oklahoma summers is not good. I mean, and, like, yeah, I guess it's better than just being, like, strictly outside and not having anything, but, like, at what cost? Oh, exactly. It's, like, it is not okay. We have not lived in a country where not having air conditioning (laughs) is a reasonable thing for a long time. It's been a long time since that's happened. It's pretty muggy. It's pretty awful. Gosh. I just couldn't imagine. I've lived in houses where the air's been out for a week, and that's brutal enough. Oh, yeah. But let alone every day. Well, I mean, like, whenever I lived in Denver, like, we didn't have air conditioning in my apartment. And I was there five years. Fuck that. Dude, it sucked. But, like, at least it was more mild compared to here i mean in so many words oh yeah they get they get what winter starting in october <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah in october it's like end of summer here pretty much you know what else is fucking over housing americans going to mexico yeah i just thought this was like a fun palette cleanser like it's not good but much like we've faced in many states in America, such, you know, like Texas, Colorado, um, Oklahoma, this wonderful migration of folks from, you know, the great state of California. There's only 40 million of them. And they make a lot more 
dollar to dollar than the rest of us. Like places like the Bay, for fuck's sake, the poverty rate starts apparently for a family of four around a hundred grand. God. Yes, yeah, so you can make a hundred k, but if you're a family of four, you're technically within the like. Oh, you might be in the poverty range because the bay is that expensive. But these folks, since remote work has been happening, have been leaving the state in higher ropes. Actually, we saw last year, for, and with the last, I think they might have lost a house seat in the redistricting of the census because for the first time ever since California became a state, it has lost population. Yeah, that sounds right. Yeah, and it's partially due to, um, one, high, everything's expensive there, but two, the fact that you can now, you know, keep your job at Disney, but live in Phoenix, or live in Las Vegas, or live in Mexico City, which is becoming a parent problem. Yeah, it's, it's just a rehashing of Westward Expansion. It's Manifest Destiny too. Oh, yeah. I mean, you could put that. I was just thinking it's like a rehashing of what the good folks of California did to Austin and Denver 10 years ago. <laughs> yeah. You know, Austin and Denver just aren't as cool anymore. Because God, no. too many fucking rich Californians have moved there and, you know, bought a cool little flat. And just California'd up the place. Yeah. Just, mm. No one wants your California burritos. They're not that good. It's really weird how, like, uppity they are about California Mexican food, too. It's like, yo, you realize this is just, like, a different re- variation of Tex-Mex, right? And we like, don't Tex-Mex is the superior. I, I don't know if I'd say either superior. I'm just saying, like, you're also kind of just splitting hairs about border food. Like, are you, are you, are you really positive there's not, like thousands to maybe a few million Mexicans who really just love the weird Tex-Mex food or <laughs> just as much as weird Americans do. Or same thing with, like, California Mex. Yeah, and, like, uh, Americans should not be going to Mexico and fucking over their stuff. Because that's just not good. It's just, it's just bad. It just shows, like, the bad things of, like, the economics of allowing a consumer-based culture dictate, like, everything in an economy. Because Mexico Mm -hmm. has, much like us, the 15th largest economy in the world. We're the first largest economy. And California would be technically, I think, like, the fourth largest economy in the world if it was its own thing. Like, its economy is bigger than Britain, (laughs) for God's sakes. Mm -hmm. And these folks are just going and fucking it up, even if they're just renting. Like, they're probably willing to pay, like, oh... Oh, $800 a month, that's not bad, when that unit was probably rented for, like, 400 to a regular, you know, a Mexican artist guy. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, I can't afford my my newly $600 rent. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's really shitty. It's a tale of time. Yep, gentrification. America's biggest problem. America's weirdest and biggest problem. Mm-hmm. One of many. <laughs> Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You really can't be serious by saying anything in our country is the biggest problem. No, it's there's like, so many. No, it, it's, yeah, it's a death by a thousand cuts. <laughs> <laughs> it really is. Yeah, moral yeah. of the story, 
uh, don't move to Mexico. Yeah. I mean, or not. I don't know. I'm not your boss, but just don't go fuck up things in poor parts of Mexico City. Come on now. Yeah. Don't go fucking up things for other people. That's, uh, again, not very flamio. No. Not at all. You're not a very good hot man. No. What would the Avatar think? Is this where you want to be when the Avatar comes back? Like, honestly. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Like, is this where you want to be when the Avatar comes back? Or, I don't know. What would the Avatar do? <laughs> yeah. I'm going to start a new religion all about the Avatar. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. And with that, I guess we'll let ponder people ruminate about your new religion as we head off into our own sunset. Yes. So, yeah. I have been Bravo. You can find me at, at NotBravoDelta on the Twitters. Uh, you can find the show on Twitter at, at YoWhatTheHellPD. You can email us. Email us. Give us feedback. Let us know how disappointed you are at us taking three weeks off or however long it was. Uh, you can email us at YoWhatTheHellPod at gmail.com. And, uh, yeah, I want to give a shout-out to Singe Wavern for our logo. Good people. Uh, I would also like to thank Toasty Producer. Again, not dead. Just joining us in spirit from the spirit realm. And, uh, yeah, I've been joined, as always, by my fellow co-host. I'm Whiskey. You can find me at WhiskeyIsADevil at Twitter. And we, as always, have been broadcasting from... Somewhat beautiful, but very warm, Norman, Oklahoma, which has been unseated Kickapoo, Osage, Kiowa, Wichita, and Quapaw lands. Hell yeah. This was, this, this was good. We did it. We did a thing. You folks have a great weekend. Or a great yes. week. Hopefully we'll be back next week. <laughs> via con Dios, my fellow hot men and hot women and non-binary hot people. Jesus Christ. <laughs> you Got did it all. Inclusive, my dude. All right. Uh, uh, Flamio, everybody. Ciao.